Welcome to the Braveheart Lacrosse Show. I'm your host, Greg Marzak. For those of you that's your first time checking in, I'm a former Division I lacrosse player, currently a um, youth and high school lacrosse coach located in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, excited to share some lacrosse content with you and uh, grow the sport. Let's check out the next episode. Down. Set. Welcome, everyone to the Braveheart Lacrosse Show. I'm your host, Greg Marzak, and in this first episode, I'll be introducing myself, going over the podcast from Detroit, Michigan. Went to uh, St. Michael's in Livonia, and that's where I first was introduced to lacrosse. After uh, St. Mike's, I went to a high school called Brother Right. For those that don't know, it it is a um, private, all-boys Catholic high school just located outside of uh, Detroit. And in terms of lacrosse, they're pretty talented. Might deter a lot of Michigan audience, but we're really good. I mean, we won like 20 out of the past 21 state championships. Like just an extremely talented program. And I was really fortunate to have the opportunity to play there. And uh, yeah, I um, wasn't exactly the best player like coming into the school. I played for some decent travel uh, programs when I was growing up and I was pretty athletic, but was not a player there. Um, I was really fortunate to play some play with, uh, and a lot of my best friends growing up were really talented players, like really talented guys. I got really good at faceoffs and extremely talented offensive guys like Sergio Perkovic and JP Forrester and James Crow and John Plasky, and I just got the ball to them, and that was, you know, we went, we only lost like three games in the time that I was there. We played Hill, Culver. Michigan has this weird thing where you can only play um, teams within 500 yard or 500 miles of uh, the state of Michigan. So you have, you're sort of limited in the teams that you could play um, legally and not lose in-state eligibility. So we didn't get the terms of like, you know, play like Don Bosco or, um, you know, any of the schools from Long Island, but the, the, Teams that we did get to play, Hill, Culver, St. Xavier, um, uh, you know, we, we we competed and uh, most of the time we won, obviously, with Hill and Culver, it was some pretty close games. And uh, yeah, we had, I mean, it was just a really cool experience in high school to play against some of the top teams in the country and to be at a part of the program, a, a program that was nationally ranked, like that was, that was a really cool experience. Uh, anyway, after Brother Rice, I had the opportunity to go play college lacrosse. I went to uh, freshman year Boston University. I was a part of the inaugural uh, Division One team there, which was so cool. The Patriot League was really an amazing uh, uh, competition level. You know, we had Army, Navy, Lehigh, Colgate, Bucknell, Loyola. Um, my freshman year, we got to play Duke and Harvard. We got to play Harvard under the lights in the Coliseum. So cool. That was, uh, an unreal experience. And then Duke, that was, man, they had some Jordan Wolf and some really talented high powered offense. And that was back when they won back to back national championships. That was so cool to play against those guys. Uh, after freshman year, we went to, I ended up transferring. There were a lot of guys. I mean, out of that first class, there were like 34 kids, uh, freshmen, all freshmen in the inaugural class, which is crazy. And uh, after the freshman, after the first year, we had like, I don't know, somewhere between 
11 guys, 11, 15 guys transfer out, you know, whether they weren't playing anymore, go to different schools. And that's just a part of the college lacrosse, I think, you know, journey or college sports journey in general, guys transfer, you know, like people go different levels because of whether it's family or school or different interests of, you know, what they think they want out of their experience. And part of my experience, I traveled to, or I transferred, sorry, to Detroit Mercy. It's closer to home and uh, really a different level of competition, obviously not any better or worse, just different you know, conference. So we played guys like Marist. Uh, that was a huge, one of the, obviously biggest rivalries in, in the at least the conference. Detroit, Mercy, and Marist, huge. I mean, like there would be fights before every game. It was it was pretty wild. And um, you know, we played different levels of talent there. We played uh, Notre Dame. We got to play. Uh, Air Force, we went out to Den- uh, Denver and Colorado Springs out there. That was always fun. Um, Maris, Bellarmine, uh got to play Mercer a couple times. Uh, maybe, hopefully, in a couple episodes, we'll have Coach Hannon on, uh, and I'll do some interviews and talk about sort of that experience for guys who are interested in perspectives on the college across scene with coaches and, you know, different uh, – approaches to the game but yeah I mean after school well I played at Detroit Mercy um was really fortunate to start and you know be a contributor to the team um had uh some pretty cool opportunities you know I I talked about like my role was more just face off but uh I was really good in the weight room too I mean that was maybe more uh like taking the weight room pretty seriously that was pretty cool uh, definitely a different lifestyle back then, younger and just unlimited food uh, from the dining hall and you just bulk up and all that stuff, you know? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and uh, I'll have some probably conversations in other episodes about that. But um, after school, I was fortunate during school, I found, you know, uh, what I was really passionate about in terms of a career path uh, I studied computer science and computer information systems and uh, really dove into that, building websites. Actually, some of the first websites I ever built were for lacrosse programs, helping online you know, teams register online and tournaments register online. Uh, that was yeah, a really unique experience to be able to give like something, one side of my life, like lacrosse and technology, to merge those two. So... I I worked for uh, Delta Airlines when I was in college in a summer internship, which was pretty cool to work for a big company like that. And, and then I had the opportunity to work for a company called Vector Form, really doing a lot of development with mobile apps and different types of technology. Uh, more of an innovation outsourcing firm located in Detroit. That was really cool. I mean, that was a crazy story about working. I'll probably tell this later some other time, but at my senior, junior, senior year, I started to get more into technology. And I was working a 30-hour job going to school full-time and playing lacrosse. So that was crazy. Different opportunities to play over there, but um, it's not as big as it is here in the U.S., uh, even considering, obviously, it's a growing community in the, in the United States, but abroad especially small. So um, 
just to give everyone context, I'm living in Germany, working for Bosch in this program over there in um, Stuttgart. And uh, Stuttgart is actually a really interesting city. It's a um, big, huge manufacturing hub. There's a Daimler, Mercedes-Benz headquarters are there, Porsche headquarters are there, um, Bosch, the company that I work for or currently work for as well, um, their headquarters are there. It's a huge manufacturing center. And uh, there's also a military base, uh, one of the uh, United States Central European Command Center is not too far outside of Stuttgart. And like, that's one of the largest uh, military bases outside the U.S. located in, in um in Central Europe, uh, Stuttgart, and Germany in general, just Central Europe, they have the quickest access points to different areas and obviously can also go to Northern Africa and stuff. So anyway, the, the point of this is there's a decent um, presence of, of uh, expats, whether they're um, military or just you know engineers, expats working abroad in that location. So living in Stuttgart, working there, and I meet this guy wearing lacrosse gear, and uh, he, he offers the opportunity to come and play for the Stuttgart team, and a lot of the guys of which play for the German national team. So it was um, this experience where I got to play lacrosse abroad while I was working and living over there for this uh, program that I was in at work with this junior management program. Um, and I, there's actually a buddy, J.P. Forrester, that I got, had the opportunity to go play abroad in uh, Australia uh, program and I know I'd want to interview him and see what that experience is like um, that work abroad and just to give anybody who's listening like you know an understanding of where lacrosse can take you it's not always maybe college lacrosse or you know professional but there's other things you can do whether it's coaching to stay involved and you know you know other companies like warrior and stuff and SDX and East Coast everything like there's there's a, there's a decent amount of opportunity with lacrosse and um, if people are passionate about it, they can, you know, stay within it. But anyway, the, the point of this story was uh, just to express, I had the opportunity to play abroad and I think that was pretty cool and I can talk about that more later. So after my uh, experience of coaching at Brother Rice, I uh, moved down to Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, where I started working for Bosch Rexroth here in, uh, in Charlotte. And uh, I focus on web development and data analytics. Uh, I look at, um, help understand the web traffic activity and, you know, some of the, uh, from all the online applications. Anyways, the point is I moved down here after uh, leaving Michigan and coaching at Brother Rice and um, went to a men's league, got involved and introduced to some of the people within the local programs started coaching for Team 24-7, which is a club youth program in the area. And uh, I, after, you know, coaching for them with a, for a little while, was then introduced to a few parents of a local high school. Uh, and they expressed that, you know, hey, their, their coach wasn't going to be able to coach this year. He had his first son uh, and our first child. And um, that he was going to be obviously not able to commit as much time. So they were looking for a local coach. And initially, I was, you know, expressing, like, uh, if you have anyone else more qualified or more interested, you know, feel free to get them involved. I'm, I'm happy to help out support, but not ready to take on the full coaching commitment. Um, and they said, oh, okay, we'll, we'll, we appreciate that, and we'll look around. But it ended up coming back to me, and they said, you know, we're, we're, we really think that you're the guy, you know, 
we need someone. You've clearly had experience at decent high level lacrosse. Um, and uh, if you're willing to take it on, we'd, we'd like to have you. And I said, yeah, okay. Like, I'd feel terrible if I was a senior in high school and we didn't have our coach. Even this was before 2020, before we even had the season, so before anything broke out. But, um, yeah, it was, I got involved with a local club program down here and local uh, high school, and I've been coaching since and, yeah, trying to make the most of everything going on. But um, the reason I started talking about lacrosse in a, in a podcast, I think um, I'm pretty passionate about the topic. I think that there's a decent community interested in lacrosse in the area and abroad. And uh, one opportunity for growing the sport is just, you know, giving insights or different topics. And I think that that'll be something really exciting to uh, take part in. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, look out for uh, sticks and picks episodes coming up in a couple episodes, but that's uh, one thing I'm really excited for. Uh, and also to just spread awareness about the sport, you know, talk about uh, what opportunities for work or, you know, a career in the sport are, what do some of the college coaches recommend for, you know, youth developing players and youth programs and, you know, just other things that um, people that are interested in lacrosse and might want to talk about. Um, you can expect episodes a couple times a week. I guess it'll dictate the audience will dictate what they're interested or if the content, they want more or less of it. I think maybe two episodes per week is what I'll start off with and uh, happy to adjust from there. Um, you can find me. My I have a website. It's uh, braveheartlacrosseshow.com. Um, you can check us out there. We're on uh, Instagram, TikTok. We'll be on a lot of the streaming platforms, hopefully all of them, YouTube, uh, Spotify, iTunes, and yeah, and just, you know, be able to share content on any platform you guys are interested. So be sure to check out the link in the bio, um, Braveheart Lacrosse Show, uh, subscribe, and uh, send us a like notification, and happy to get ready for this upcoming season and talk about lacrosse with y'all. Have a great day.